um, life gives us opportunities to develop our iman. That's the reality. Like Shaykh uh, earlier mentioned, Hafizahullah, that subhanallah, we're in a situation 2020 whereby subhanallah, we had time after time to realize that despite technology, artificial intelligence, what we've done with steel, what we've done with different minerals, we've got planes flying, we've got steel mm. floating on the sea, con- you know, loaded with containers, it's globalization is the norm of the day. Despite all this, subhanallah, you had most of the mm. world you know, in lockdown to the extent that even the animals were surprised and they were expanding their territories <laughs> and walking into cities and like, what's yeah. going on? Assalamualaikum family. We were in a meeting last night about uh, the new coronavirus updates with a bunch of sheikhs and I heard something so interesting that I said we have to have a podcast about this. So Sheikh Dr. Haytham Al-Haddad and Sheikh Dr. Sajid Omar were kind enough to join us in this banging podcast, inshallah. Uh, just before we begin, quick reminder to press that subscribe and bell button so that you get uh, these things in your feeds. Uh, we were looking at the stats the other day and as I mentioned, a large percentage of you have not actually subscribed so do so. It will help the uh, juicy content get in front of more eyeballs let's try and get 500 people subscribing just from this video let's try that out let us know if you have done that in the comments below and finally please consider donating five pounds a month to help unscripted going uh, keep going uh, let's try and get 250 of you clicking that box uh, you can do it it's only 16p a day or something so number one subscribe hit that bell icon number two like and comment number three donate and number four stay awesome assalamu alaikum yeah. Jazakallah khairan for joining us. Um, this is the fake salam that we do after we've been testing the mics and everything, but mashallah, it feels very authentic. Um, we'll get we'll real to me. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get cracking, yeah. inshallah. So, Sheikh Haytham, we were all in this meeting yesterday, and Sheikh Haytham mentioned that the discourse around COVID and its consequences, impact, and so forth uh, in the Muslim world and also amongst Muslims here at home as well. Uh, he said that the discourse has become somewhat secularized. And that was very interesting um, to me. Uh, and I want the, the Sheikh, if you would um, expand on this. What do you mean uh, it's become yeah. secularized uh, and how do we change that discourse? Yeah. Okay. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah. Salatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. What do we mean by secularism? Uh, very simple in uh, a non-technical term. Secularism that you... Uh, as they say, you live your life away mm. from the guidelines of Allah Jalla Ala. You live, you conduct your political life, social life, uh, maybe uh, financial life as well, or political life, financial life, maybe part of the social life without the guidelines that came from Allah Jalla Ala. As, yeah, as if Allah Jalla Ala is not there, astaghfirullah al as there is no akhirah. Uh, in uh, as you are not going to be held accountable uh, to what you do. Now, what does that mean? When we say that as if Allah is not there, as Allah doesn't control things, as there is nothing called the qadr, uh, there is nothing called Allah knows and you don't know. There is nothing called in illa yeah, that Allah Jalla Allah rules over everything. There is nothing of that nature. Just conduct your life the way you want, away from, astaghfirullah, Allah Jalla Allah, away from 
the fact that you are going to die and there will be accountability after death. Mm. Now, this is what we mean by secularism. Now, if you look at the discourse of almost all, actually, yeah, uh, Muslim countries, including now, unfortunately, many Muslims, whether they are leaders or whether they are even scholars, uh, the way they talk about the pandemic is all from a technical, medical perspective. Mm. What measures they, are, they need to take in order to uh, stop the virus from spreading, uh, what measures they need to, uh, to control the country, to protect the country, etc. Have we ever heard from them yeah, to say that also among the measures that we need to take, yeah, we need to ask Allah to help us to fight this pandemic, to protect us. We ask Allah also uh, to help others. We ask Allah to help us to maintain the economy. Uh, we ask Allah to, to help us in general. This is not there in their discourse. Yeah, This is what I mean by the discourse regarding mm. this uh, <clears throat> pandemic became very, very secularized. And by the way, if I may say, sorry, Sheikh Saeed, uh, I, I presented an academic paper to Cordoba Foundation recently. Uh, yeah, the, Dr. Salman, you were involved in that. And it is talking about world post-corona, yeah? mm. faith in the world post-corona. And this secularism became the norm uh, everywhere in the world, even within the Christian world, even, mm. because they want the world to have no faith, and they don't want faith to interfere in their life. This is what they are saying. So if we, uh, if we examine the discourse of Antonio uh, Groic, the, <coughs> the, the, uh, uh, the mm. United Nations Secretary, if we uh, examine the, the discourse of the United Nations, uh, if we examine the discourse of the uh, Global Health Organization, yeah, the World Health Organization. Mm. If we examine the, uh, the discourse of other united or other uh, international organizations, they always talk about what? They don't talk about religion. In fact, they don't talk about ethics now. Yeah? Yeah. So we now, we went far beyond even secularism. This is maybe you mm. call it post-secularism that they want, they do not say that God just exists in your personal life. No, they want to say that there is no God whatsoever, even in your personal life, yeah? You should not have God in your personal life. And also, they, they, they are trying to make, to remove ethics, yeah, and values and morality from the life of people. And they are going to the, uh, old uh, discourse, old debate between the Kent school, if we call it a school, mm -hmm. and the the social contract school, uh, whether it it belongs to Thomas Hope uh, or not. That do we need to have a new social contract? Yeah, uh, irrespective of of ethics, irrespective of religion, or ethics are based on. Religion, so therefore, uh, whether we need ethic, uh, ethics, a set of ethics and morality that is based on religion, 
or that is not based on religion, but uh, ethics and values, they are, uh, they, they, they are so important for, they are a pillar mm. of any <clears throat> civilization. So this debate, as if it is confirmed now that no, we just need a social contract, forget about ethics, forget about values, forget about morality, forget about mm. uh, anything yeah, beyond we as the human beings have control over everything. So even the social contract, it is between us, we, we define what we want and forget about anything above us as human beings. And that was kind of um, exhibited in the way certain European countries treated each other. Um, exactly, like, yes. Like Italy was bearing the brunt of the, the deaths and the, and the cases. And this this kind of, I think one of the, the, the titles we were thinking about for, for that paper was Is Secularist Hubris Hampering the Efforts of of uh, tackling COVID or something like that. So I do want to yeah. um, uh, maybe touch upon that in a bit, inshallah. But Sheikh Sajid, you were nodding your head when Sheikh was talking about the, um, you know, the, the 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 secularism entering our discourse. Have you experienced this in 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 your um, activities um, online? Yeah. Barakallahu feek, Sheikh Haytham. Allah bless you and mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Salman. Allah bless you as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Look, I suppose we shouldn't be surprised um, from the sex from the secular institutions mm. that they've um, treaded a particular path. That is expected. Um, also, uh, you know, from our discussion last night, uh, I know Sheikh Haytham uh, used a lot of kulliyat, yani all used the term all a lot, um, but he do, obviously he doesn't mean that. From the discussion last night, it wasn't that every single individual has. Uh, treaded a path that is close to the secular uh, discourse, but mm. um, looking at the scene and social media is 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 part of the construct today. When we when we try to understand how things are playing out, <clears throat> um, it comes across as if um, yeah, there's more emphasis on 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 the math, on the science, um, and um, those those discussions are not counterbalanced with. Uh, discussions pertaining to iman and taqwa and tawakkul and um, ikhlas, being sincere, mm. um, tying people back to la ilaha illallah, la ma'buda bihaqqin illallah. There's no one worthy of worship besides one Allah. And the fact that yani Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, he, يعني, he restricts and he releases uh, circumstances come to us um, that are part and parcel of life. Life happens to us. This world will always give us days that are for us and days that are against us. And uh, what you know, what would be closer to the prophetic mandate uh, when engaging this particular discourse, when when engaging this particular discussion, mm. uh, that we also look after the spiritual element, the. Uh, the, the the matters pertaining to tazkiyah, to nafs, the purification of the soul, especially since death is part and parcel of life. Kullu nafs in maut. Every soul shall taste be- death. Uh, as the poet said, al-mautu babun wa kullu nasi dakhiluhu. Death is a door and everyone will walk uh, through it. And we know that uh, the, the salvation on the day of qiyamah is illa man atallaha biqalbin salim. The salvation is for the one who meets Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, with a, a a pure heart, with a righteous heart. Mm. So you know, as we move into um, discussions pertaining to whether we should practice a particular set of practices or not, th- that discussion should have balance about. Look, guys, you know, there's also other things we got to sort out: the rights of Allah, the rights of the servants of Allah. 
you know, mm-hmm. and 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 these are the discussions. So, you know, this is how I understood our uh, our important meeting uh, last night it was highly beneficial. I benefited from it as well. I haven't said anything different to what our Sheikh Haytham mm. has said, but just bringing more context to to the discussion so it's understood in the right light. So uh, it sounds like you're not just saying you're not just saying there's the means element, the 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 you know how to stop COVID, etc. And there's something else, but rather within the means to address the the issues from COVID. Are other means that aren't being spoken about So it's not an issue necessarily of Covid related things and general Like spiritual things Rather no For actual addressing Actually addressing the issues brought about by Covid There are certain things that we're not looking at What are those things? Mm. Yeah, I mean, again, I don't want to, I don't want to come across as stereotyped or stereo-minded and say, you know, there, there are imams doing a great mm-hmm. job here. Maybe they're they're not vocal on the social media mm-hmm. scene, so we don't want to take anything away from them. Obviously, my judgment is um, uh, is, and it's 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 incomplete per se because we are using what we see um, mm-hmm. on on social media <clears throat> to try and uh, to, to try and uh, facilitate this particular discussion. But I, I do want to add one thing. I mean, uh, no one should misunderstand. Looking at the math and the sciences, it shouldn't mm-hmm. be a, it shouldn't bring to us a dichotomy. This is part of the Sharia. It's part of fiqh um, of understanding the religion and applying mm-hmm. Islam to take into consideration uh, the reality on the ground uh, you can't rule islamically from an islamic perspective from a fiqh perspective on a matter if you don't understand um, you know the technical the technical mm. reality so uh, i don't want to bring uh, i mean we don't want to bring that uh, impression and put that yeah. ap- impression across uh, but what we are saying is you know, we have to be careful. We have to be careful how we present ourselves. Mm. Um, you know, Islam is not just a religion, but an entire way of life, which means our instruction should be holistic as well. Allah said, وَمَا عَلَى الرَّسُولِ إِلَّا الْبَلَاغِ الْمُبِينِ And um, many a times we focus on the balagh, we forget about the mubin. Yani Allah says, convey in a manifest way. And manifestation here, as we when we look at the scholars of, of Tafsir, they, they highlight holistic meanings to Al-Mubin here as well, which entails being complete in the message that you share. There will be a physical lesson, but there's also a spiritual lesson. When Umar ibn Khattab radiallahu an was, was bleeding to death, radiallahu an, at that moment, the concept of da'wah didn't leave him. When the boy came into his quarters to see him and he had his lower garment below his ankles, uh, despite the pain, despite having matters of the caliphate to look at, matters of stability after he passed away, uh, transfer of leadership, putting together the shura, he turned to this boy and said, Yabna akhi, Subhanallah. He says, you know, oh, oh son of my brother, look how beautiful his address was. He's taking care of even the means of da'wah, how we speak to people. And he said, raise your thawb, uh, you know, because it is more righteous for you to do so, more beloved to Allah that you do so. And it will also allow your thawb to last longer. You know, he's giving him, he's giving him both angles. So it's all, you know, we have to be holistic. I think this is, this is the message that our Sheikh is, is trying to portray. But let us not forget that no matter what you, no matter what the precautions and what you've taken from the precautions, there there are inevitabilities uh, that our mm. uh, that the shahada that we hold in our heart and we've testified on our tongues and we try and live by daily um, never allow us to forget. And we should be speaking more about those things that our shahada never allows us mm. to forget as well. Is what you've heard so far interesting? Give this video a like and a comment, and it will get more people to see it. 
Also, don't forget our target 250 people donating £5 a month to help keep unscripted going. So, Sheikh Haytham, you wrote um, a, a concise kind of uh, summary of the aqidah, the creed of you know, um, prosperity and adversity. You know, um, and in that you mentioned something along these lines as well as um, when you look at the means for something, um, it, it's within the discourse of means itself to include metaphysical means. Uh, means that we haven't kind of uh, uh, you know tested in a laboratory yet, but things like um, you know birul um, walidain increasing your life. There's there's a connection there, your lifespan. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So so mm. what other kind of means that we do you think we, we need to be reminded of when it comes to COVID related issues? The the metaphysical, yeah. the spiritual means. Yeah. Okay, see, um just to summarize and to make it uh yeah. focused, uh the types first of all, Allah Jalla ala uh decreed that he will make asbab and musababat, means and outcomes. Mm. Uh, causes and effects. Causes <coughs> and effects, yeah. He, Jalla wa'ala, out of his wisdom, and we can see the, the wisdom of Allah Jalla wa'ala, mm. Allah Jalla wa'ala, as he said, وَمَا خَلَقْنَا السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضَ وَمَا بَيْنَهُمَا بَاطِلًا مَا خَلَقْنَا السَّمَاءَ وَالْأَرْضَ وَمَا بَيْنَهُمَا لَاعِبِينَ He did not create heavens and earth just out of amusement or just out of arbitrary. Mm. So he created certain causes and he allowed those causes to have effects. And those means or those causes can be divided into two types. Uh, physical causes that we can experiment and we can discover uh, by again using some uh, physical means and mathematical uh, and math, math and science in order to discover those mm. causes for those effects tangible for what is happening mm. so this is one type of uh, causes of asbab there is another type of causes which is can we can use the word uh, metaphysical which is ghayb which we don't see, which we don't touch, mm. okay? And those ghayb asbab, unseen asbab, they are also asbab. They are also causes. Mm. The problem is because people now, because of the global materialism drive that is driving the entire world, as we said, to secularize the world and to create a case of a dichotomy between religion okay uh, if the word religion is correct mm. and uh, people to create kind of astaghfirullah astaghfirullah a state of conflict between yani astaghfirullah the, the 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 creation and the creator yeah, we call it the creation and the creator, mm. but they don't call it like this because the minute they submit that he is the creator, they should submit that he is the most qualified one to tell us how this creation should uh, be running. So they want to create this kind of, of, 
of conflict in order for us who are as a human beings we are now arrogant mm. yeah we have reached a level of uh, arrogance you know do you remember uh, i remember the 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 uh, what is it uh, the challenger uh, the what is it aerospace that they they sent to the yeah. space america in order to dis- discover the space and what did they call it yeah they mm. call it that challenger yeah and allah jalla wa ala subhanallah look at the qadar of allah jalla wa ala allah jalla wa ala caused it to be damaged and they could not find any scientific reason for that within just a few seconds yeah allah jalla wa ala wants to tell them that you cannot challenge you have to know your status okay so now they want to create this kind of of uh, uh, of conflict, conflict between <clears throat> the human beings and or the creator the creation in general and the, the creator and they want to say that look we as the human beings astaghfirullah we are not human beings anymore we take control of ourselves we are like the gods mm. yeah and this is like what firaun says ma alimtu lakum min ilahin ghayri yeah i don't know of any other lord why because the power he had it gave him uh, this arrogance. level of arrogance mm. yeah and that's why allah jalla wa ala mentioned see this is a very deep point even now you know they are discussing a philosophical issue regarding how to control power you know when when this uh, uh, george floyd was mm. killed by the police yeah and they were discussing this how to control the power when the state becomes so powerful yeah or when any country becomes so powerful how to control that power how to control the power of the uh, police or the uh, law enforcement authorities and uh, they they do not have an answer and of course their the classical answer is democracy so the people yeah will observe the uh, the the the, the uh, work and yeah the of the power so mm-hmm. they can control it uh, which is really to be honest with you a good approach yeah a very good approach especially for a person who doesn't believe or a society who uh, do not believe in in the divine mm-hmm. however uh, we found that and this is one of the main issues about democracy yeah and what to, what we see yesterday <laughs> the joke that we have seen mm. uh, by by trump yeah <laughs> this uh, trump dump man yeah okay and what he is doing and all now americans and the the, the, the american presidents they say that he, he shamed us mm. and now this is a very shameful wednesday for the democracy and the history of america the, the uh, anyway that uh, we have seen that there can be power within people to manipulate people which is the power of money the power of media okay and even maybe mm. the power of politics so democracy it has to be controlled in a particular way otherwise it won't uh, lead to the outcome that is meant by it or people the can hijack outcomes. it outcomes yeah it can be hijacked yeah. exactly so 
Now, the question is, if we do not believe that there is a superpower above any power, and that superpower is neutral, it is not from the human beings, yeah? It is something different, mm. and it is really a superpower, yeah? Then people will go astray. And Allah Jalla wa'ala solved all of this discussion and the, these debates that are going mm. on. And they are unable to find a solution until now for that question. Allah Jalla wa'ala, subhanAllah mentioned it in the very first uh, chapter that was revealed to humanity. Yeah? Uh, just Allah Jalla wa'ala wants to draw their attention to this. The very first mm. chapter that was received by humanity from the divine. Okay? Allah is mentioning the reality of human beings and where they come from. And then Allah says, Aha, be careful. Indeed, the human beings, mm. what? They transgress if they feel that they are what? Self-sufficient. So It's interesting now, in, in, in the context of Iqra, because this is an issue of learning and, and knowledge. And we think the yes. little knowledge that we gain, we lose our intellectual humility. Be, be careful. So this iqra and reading mm. and searching and science, be careful. Yeah, mm. you are created <coughs> from this alaq. Yeah, from uh, where, where, some, some cling, clinging substance. Yeah, clinging substance. Yeah. Substance. Yeah, you are nothing. Huh? You. What will happen to you as a human being? Satatra. You will transgress and you will act like per own. I don't know of any lord apart mm. from myself. Just because you know? Yeah? And that's why in Surah, in Ayat al-Kursi, which is the greatest ayah in the Quran, yeah? We cannot encompass anything, <coughs> either the knowledge of Allah Jalla Ala, uh, yeah, about himself, or the knowledge of Allah Jalla Ala, what he knows, mm. uh, how the creation is running, yeah? Except what Allah Jalla allowed us to know. The summary, the summary is that there are uh, means that are within our means. Okay, there are causes that within our uh, scientific means, within our intellectual faculties that we can discover. Yeah, and we can know the laws, etc. However, those laws are still governed by some unknown means to us, yeah, uh, except what Allah Jalla taught us about those <coughs> unknown means. Sheikh, okay? could, could, so could, could something be... tangible and non-tangible, mm. just to summarize the idea, so it will not... There are tangible and non-tangible uh, uh, means, means and causes. And causes, yeah. We should not focus on the tangible ones only. Yeah, we will miss the boat. We will not be able to sort out our problems. And we should also remember of the non-tangible. And by the way, subhanAllah, now 
the science science as well is discovering that the non-tangible means sometimes have more impact than the tangible means Sheikh, that's what I was going to uh, that's what I was going to ask sorry to yeah. cut you off there that could it be that something is in the second category historically but then our instruments improve and we might we might actually be able to probe further to the to the and, and it comes into the tangible for us because science as a as an enterprise it's always changing and and we we're, we're refining uh, some of our instruments and so forth I agree and this is a problem this is a problem for example when they discover that uh, to resist any illness you have to have yeah. a strong spirit yeah mm-hmm. now they say this is what an intangible mean but because science discovered that so they make it as what as a scientific tangible means mm. yeah and therefore they say oh see science can find everything yeah. and what we say what we say science can find a lot but as you said because science is a changing we have all all the time to refer to what to what allah jalla and his prophet yeah. have told us because they told us about many things that are beyond our ability at least now yeah and they are yani for them in al hukm illa lillah the final word goes mm. to allah jalla and his messenger provided that we understood what Allah Jalla and his messenger yeah. have said correctly accurately yeah. and we should work within that parameter it's more about not just the science per se but the underlying philosophy that some people might have which you might call some call um physicalism or uh, or philosophical uh, naturalism that any everything eventually everything that exists eventually can be explained by a natural uh phenomena and and but what science scientists are supposed to use is just uh, operational uh naturalism not not to think that you know when you're when you're actually doing the science doing the the the, the experiments and so forth you you do restrict your gaze and your scope to that which you can measure and that which you can repeat and reproduce and so forth but you have to have that caveat that don't take this too far that think that only those things which can be observed by human beings um uh, uh, comprise the, the the whole universe of what is because that 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 statement itself cannot be proven scientifically mm. and yeah. it, and it's and it's self annihilating because i mean human beings just even it, even our senses should give us so much humility uh that you know we we only uh, we're only able to observe such a tiny slither of the electromagnetic spectrum for example um there's ants there's bees there's so many other creatures that can see more of the you know d- different types of wavelengths around us and stuff so we're like a you know a blind person trying to understand what's around him using the, a needle <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. you know that that's yeah. much how much we have but, but still alhamdulillah we have so much um uh research gone into this and, and i think it's important to bring in those metaphysical uh, or spiritual asbab as well and and i, th- I think f- to some extent this is my i think i think this is our um our own categorization as well because i mean from behind the operating system it's all one musabbib 
It's all controlled by Allah exactly. subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes. It's just yes. these, are, these are the bits that we can notice. And sometimes I, I, I see, I've got like a running list of things where I see that um, we're beginning to now understand the, um, the causation, the, the material side of the causation of certain unseen things. Uh, and mm-hmm. that's really interesting to me. It's, it's almost like Allah is giving, you know, you can recognize this is like a, a law of Allah's, like a signature, an autograph of Allah within the creation. That He has certain rules that He puts in place. Uh, Shall I give you an example? In, in, I just came to mind a very interesting example, subhanAllah, that um, uh, when, in my lab, one of the, the, the research projects that we did was we were looking at. Um, uh, the the enzyme that is responsible for bringing carbon into the plant, yeah, mm. and we know that carbon is this is the entry point of carbon and it's the building block of so many things, um, and we saw uh, the one of the major um, places that carbon ends up in a plant is in wood in lignin production in a tree for example, so what what we did was we looked at um, what impact would stopping the end product have. You can you can use a, a chemicals whatever to stop lignin production. What would happen to all the carbon that comes in? Would it get accumulated or whatever? And we found, subhanAllah, that when you stop the last product, the end product mm. of the chain, the carbon stops coming in in the first place. Subhanallah. Yeah. I mean we do you think that it just comes in and it stores up somewhere and it breaks everything. But no, you 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 inhibit the enzyme right at the end and it stops even coming in, in the first place. And I thought, subhanAllah, this is like a you know, the Very hadith strange. of um, Khamsin bi khams. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you stop giving sadaqah, if you stop giving yeah, that, zakah, the rain will stop, subhanAllah. Yeah, so, subhanAllah, ajib. This is very strange. Yeah. See, this is really amazing. And, you know, day after day, yeah, ayatina fil afaq wa fi anfusihim hatta yatabayyana lahum annahu al-haq. We will show them, yeah, in the, in the creation and in themselves, our signs until they realize Annahu either the Prophet or the Quran or the Deen or Allah all of them are the same that it is the truth but yeah? internally internally they believe in it that's you know my daughter was studying in uh, biomedical Okay, and uh, biomedical science. And she said, uh, one time the teacher was explaining about, uh, sorry, the eyes. The, the, yeah. And he said, every time he said, it is amazing how this eye, you know, is functioning. And sometimes he, it would come out of his <laughs> mouth that it is amazing how the one who manufactured it designed it. <laughs> yeah. And then just it comes out like it. But sometimes he would say, actually, um, yeah, the way it developed. Yeah. Okay, the way he, it developed. He would accidentally that's say that, then remember he's an atheist and say Stakhullah. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and that's why he said, no, this is a mistake. It should not yeah. have developed like this. Yeah. <laughs> so internally, they believe in, in it. Now, let us go back to our mm. subject. Now, that, that, that uh, regarding the pandemic, we are focusing on what? Yeah, the scientific, mathematical, means we are forgetting about don't call them mm. the spiritual means or, or I, I i'm not yani, that very critical about any yani, terminology the spiritual the divine uh, related uh, means that 
and let us make it like this. At the, the moment, means. at the moment we believe that they are mm. superficial or metaphysical. At the moment, later on, we might discover that no, actually, which is proven scientifically. Yeah, like what you have mentioned. Mm. Yeah, regarding the the risk. Okay. Similarly, now it is a fact that if you have a strong spirit, Willpower. your immunity yeah. system will what? Will mm. increase. Yeah, And this is one of our messages in, in, in order to get into the topic. Mm. This is our messages. This is what we have been saying to the scholars, to the imams. Don't uh, play into this fear, the, the culture of mm. fear that is becoming now global culture. As if you... Yeah, that's why many people think that there is a conspiracy here. Yeah, uh, that it becomes a global, maybe international driven mm. uh, culture, culture of fear. Is it because they want to control people or not? Let us not get into that. But we should not buy into this, play into this. Let people have a strong tawakkul on Allah, have a strong spirit. They don't think that the, the, the coronavirus, COVID 19 is just going to kill them, to no. end them. Let them not feel low down. That's it. Khalas, I'm going to die. That's it. There is no hope. As one brother told me, he said to me, I said to him, take it easy, man. Just laugh, smile. He said, <laughs> after this COVID-19, this lockdown, we are unable to travel. My mother is yeah, there. And, and how do you want me to smile? I said, subhanAllah. Just The concept of tawakkul. So you're saying tawakkul, tawakkul is one of those means for what? Yeah, tawakkul is one of those means to resist the the illnesses. Mm. Yeah, to resist the illnesses. And uh, see, there are so many verses in the Quran. That uh, that uh, are encouraging us to have what tawakkul, and as uh, Saeed ibn Jubair said, yeah, uh, the, the tawakkul is the essence of uh, iman. Why? Mm. Because if you believe in Allah Jalla then what? Mm. Have your trust in it, and as some scholars said. That tawakkul is linked to tawheed rububiyya uluhiyya asma wa sifat is if this categorization is yani, an accurate categorization. Why? Because you believe in Allah. You believe that he is the creator. You believe that he controls everything. You believe also that he is the one whom you should worship. You believe in his names and attributes. Al-Ghaniyu, yeah? Al-Hamid, Malikul Mulk, etc. So this tawakkul, what, is, what does it mean? to have a strong belief that Allah Jalla wa'ala decreed everything and Allah Jalla wa'ala is in control mm. of everything. Yeah? And if Allah Jalla wa'ala decreed that this will happen to you, it will happen to you, as the Prophet Sallallahu said to Ibn Abbas, mm. if Allah Jalla wa'ala decreed that this will not happen to you, it will not happen to you. Mm. Allah Jalla wa'ala decreed that you will die at this moment, in this place, in this means, Khalas, this will happen. Just take whatever means in your hand. Don't exaggerate in that and rely on Allah Jalla This tawakkul yeah, mm. is one of the uh, main means to resist any kind of illness. 
ليسن اف اي ثينك شيخ ساجد ساجد ليت مي جاست منشن ذس يعني هيز مانز ار تو جود ما شاء الله الاو مي يعني ذا بينيفيت فروم يو يا شيخ تفضل لا 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 اي 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 سي وين اي واز اي هاد ا كار اكسيدنت ا ميجر كار اكسيدنت ان 2003 يا ميجر كار اكسيدنت اند اي واز ان in like a coma or they, they they put me in coma for a few days after i woke up it is embarrassing but you know when i woke up after a few days <laughs> uh, i know it is embarrassing but this happens to everyone yeah i found that they uh, i wanted to go to the toilet yeah and uh, they said the nurses i was in the uh, icu the nurses they said no mr 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 Mr. It's all right. It's all right. Do it. Do it. I said, what do you want me to do? Yeah. They said, no, do it. Do it. And you have, and they mentioned, and I noticed, of course, I was unable to move. And yeah, that <laughs> this is the weakness of mm-hmm. the human beings that they have put like nappies for me. Yeah. I said, what? Yeah. What do you want me to do? No, 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 no. I want to go to the toilet. They said, no, 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 you can't go to the toilet. I said, no, I want to go to the toilet. What do you want me to do? Yeah. Then I, wallahi, remember, brothers, subhanAllah, this is to show the weakness of a human being. And this is linked to what we we are about. Yani this whole pandemic, Allah Jalla wants us to realize a number of things. One of, it, one of those things is how weak we are. And he is al-qawi. Al-Aziz. It took it took me just to go to the toilet, which is maybe five, six meters away mm. from me. In the intensive care, maybe mm. 15 minutes to go there. Yeah. Just walking and slowly and they were helping me, etc. And then yeah, I told them just to leave. And I was it took me maybe half an hour, yeah, to finish what I want to finish. And then I came out. You know, those nurses. They told me, Mister. I said, Yes. They said, You will recover quickly. <laughs> I said to them, Yeah, inshallah, it is in the hands of Allah. Jalala. They said to me, They are most of them were non-Muslims. Yeah, uh, they said to me because you ca- you have a strong will. Yeah. Willpower. What is this will? What is this will? And they said, Of course, I'm just mentioning this as an example. Now it has been proven. That those who have a strong will, they recover much quicker than those who have what weak spirit. Mm. Yeah, and how to have a strong will? And they now talk about that the strong will increases your immunity system. How to have a strong will? It is by relying on Allah Jalla Ala and uh, believing that. أن ما أخطأك لم يكن ليصيبك وما أصابك لم يكن ليخطئك رفعت الأقلام وجفت الصحف that everything is controlled by Allah جل وعلا the supreme being and whatever he decreed it will happen sorry to butt in again but just a reminder to subscribe if you haven't already and donate to help keep the lights on at some tendency so some people might think that if you if you if, if you live your life with that principle that might make you an inactive person How come you you know it made you more active and more determined? Sheikh Sajid will answer. Sheikh Sajid, mashallah, his his manners are too. Uh, 
ശരിയാണ് <laughs> But um what she's trying to say is Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala has made uh, your 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 internal desire mm. your will power a means a means for your immune system a means for your bodily function and uh, you know uh, yeah. like she said I've spoken to some paramedics and emergency doctors and um whether they believe or they don't believe mm. they always tell the patient not to fall off to sleep not to yeah. uh, you know not to give up they 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 shout yeah. out these messages because somewhere somehow they mm. believe that if the patient tries it's going to help them uh in terms of what what they need to do yeah. what they need to do as well it's really so many amazing things connect and we we actually yeah. like Sheikh mentioned you know we're, we're discovering certain bits and pathways and mechanisms for that you know just um you know something so simple as the amount of light the ratio of different uh colors of light that you get in your eye uh kind of has an impact on how quick your wounds on your uh, on your skin heals subhanallah so you know, subhanallah. this yeah. is uh, everything so connected you know uh, regarding again covid-19 and this mm. vaccination Uh, you know among the things that are discussed regarding the vaccination is mm. uh, the fact that they say in order to approve any med- medicine you need between 10 and 15 years yeah mm-hmm. and one of the top doctors here uh, may Allah reward him uh, he said to me that you know we do number of tests Uh, and there is a, a very complicated algorithm to come uh, with uh, uh, to come up with a conclusion that this medicine is effective mm-hmm. yeah so among the things that they have to do now is what to give number of people fake medicine yeah, yeah? Uh, and they, they have uh, I, i don't know what is they they have a terminology for that placebo placebo uh placebo, placebo. Yeah, placebo, yeah. placebo, yeah. In order to see whether they are, and to tell them that this is the medicine, in order to see whether mm. they are going to become better, yeah, without the actual ingredients, just yeah. because of what, believing that this is the medicine, without mm. the actual ingredients, yeah? So in order yeah. to see that, is the medicine, the ingredients are effective, or actually the what? The, the thinking that you've taken it Exactly Your It's called mindset. a placebo effect Yeah, yeah the placebo yeah. effect, effect no. Is what is effective and See, it, uh, It's an actual thing Yeah I mean, I, mean, I mean my wife She's a pharmacist She said that they used to have sugar tablets For certain addicts yeah. Who used to come I've to the this, yeah. thing and, and, and they just give them that And they, they, they stop Absolutely, craving those yeah. uh those substances subhanallah um you, you mentioned you touched on fear the notion of fear right uh and um fear is a is a thing which you know we we've seen that you know Allah says about his awliya la khawfun alayhim wala hum yahsanun that his the close ones to him they don't fear they don't fear over them and they don't grieve does this mean that somebody what would you say then sheikh sadi to somebody who is who is afraid because of this uh, pandemic 
Does, is is there something wrong with that iman? Um, you know, look, human beings um, they have natural tendencies, and mm. the fear is part and parcel of human nature. Um, the Sharia didn't come to remove our natural tendencies. Mm. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't hold us accountable for our, our natural behavior, our natural tendencies, our human nature, mm. right? Uh, but the Sharia teaches us how to interact with them, how to act as a result of them. This is what, what, what the Sharia does. So the Sharia won't hold you accountable for tearing, but will place a framework through which you can exercise that natural human tendency in a way that is acceptable to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is from the justice of the Sharia. It's from the balance of the Sharia. We spoke earlier about balance. Everything is balanced. We spoke about the carbon mm. and how when the, uh, the, 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 the end of the track was blocked, then it stopped receiving. Um, even when we look at worship, it's all balanced. Allah asked us to pray five times a day, not four, not six, fast one month a year uh, in a compulsory way, of course, uh, to do hajj once in a lifetime in a compulsory way, of course, but then people of different types, and nas anwa'un was sulalat, people of different types and abilities. So for those who can do more, then you have um, you, you have the um, the non-obligatory worship to, to continue with. However, as a common denominator, five times a day works for everyone. This is in the knowledge of Allah. Fasting one month a year works for everyone in terms of your spiritual development and the maintenance of your faith. And Imam Shatibi has a, has a, a, br- a brilliant discussion about this in his... Uh, uh, in his amazing uh, work, uh, Al-Muwafaqat, his uh, work um, in Usul al-Fiqh and Maqasid, the objectives of the Sharia. And he mentions this, that if, if we were to pray four, this would be detrimental to our Iman. And if it was six, we'd probably burn out. Five is there's a wisdom in it being five. And he goes through all the different uh, acts of worship like this because it is for Allah to create and it is for Allah to legislate. And Allah's legislation is based on knowledge that is not confined to past tense, present tense and future tense. He knows us better than we know ourselves. He created us, right? Just like a manufacturer will know the vehicle or anything yeah. manufactured yeah. better than anybody else because he yeah. knows exactly what parts were put in. He knows if there were any shortcuts. He knows mm. everything is known to the manufacturer. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows us better than we know ourselves and um, he knows the present tense in the Arabic language carries the, the, the now and the present continuous. So it's never a time that Allah won't know. Allah always knows. When we translate these uh, ayat, we should be careful mm-hmm. and be appropriate how we translate it. Um, and that's why when, when Allah says, Oh, uh, you know, Allah does something. Uh, some people translate it as Allah does it so Allah can know. And this is not the correct translation. It's Allah does mm. it so Allah can make manifest. This is in zuhur. Mm. It's already in the knowledge of Allah, but Allah has made it knowledge that it has made his knowledge manifest yeah. to everybody. Who so, follows the pet prophet? Yes. So, so uh, what we're saying is um, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sets these frameworks through which we can expose our human tendencies then we must trust the system mm. right that this system uh, irrespective of how we feel or our uh, you know whether we believe we can or we can't it's right and based on that we need to then believe that we can and to do that no doubt you know you go back to iman your iman in allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that's where it stems from 
And when you say La ilaha illallah, La ma'abuda bihaqin illallah, and you understand mm. it's not something just on your tongue, but it's intrinsic in terms of your being, it's on your heart, and you realize that everything you do is for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the purpose for your existence and the purpose for which you do what you do. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the basis upon which you will build mm. all your worldviews. Right? If somebody says you can get through this, benchmark it uh, upon your upon la ilaha illallah and the level of your belief in that message and um life gives us opportunities to develop our iman that's the reality like shaykh uh, earlier mentioned hafizahullah that subhanallah we're in a situation 2020 whereby subhanallah we had time after time to realize that despite technology artificial intelligence what we've done with steel what we've done with different minerals we've got planes flying we've got steel mm. floating on the sea con- you know loaded with containers it's globalization is the norm of the day despite all this subhanallah you had most of the mm. world you know in lockdown to the extent that even the animals were surprised and they were expanding their territories <laughs> and walking into cities and like what's yeah. going on right um uh, teaching us to humble ourselves that this you know irrespective of your financial standing your material well-being know that you are a slave mm-hmm. yeah you are a slave you are abdullah you are a slave of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mm-hmm. so when you speak about fear is it a you know is this a deficiency uh, you know generally we shouldn't we shouldn't be uh, lax with our statement because we could bring hurt to people but we say to people don't lose hope in the mercy of allah go mm-hmm. back to your iman uh, sometimes falling in a in a in a in a bit of in a state of loss of hope can happen to the best of us and i can tell you of mashayikh i can tell you of senior students of knowledge in some countries whereby subhanallah the sunnah was the norm and now the sunnah is being eradicated shay and fashay slowly but surely uh, it's it's being deleted and replaced with something else they also went through uh, a stage uh, of subhanallah where i mean i don't want to use the term depression but because today we some people feel that maybe depression is a sign of weakness of iman but it's human nature what matters is how you how you enable yourself in that circumstance how you bring yourself to the party you know we, um, what do you do with that that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is testing you that irrespective of circumstance the net proposition is the same in ramadan when the doors of the masajid were closed the doors of jannah were still open mm. and that was my message that the net proposition is the same so irrespective of the fear that's normal that's fine but what's not normal for a, for a person of iman is to hyperventilate and become decapacitated because of human nature right it's from iman to be adaptable at-takayyuf min al-iman as our scholars say to be adaptable is from iman look at the life of the anbiya alayhim as-salatu wasalam musa musa alayhi salam was in fear khaifa yataraqab he left uh, uh, misr he left egypt looking over his shoulders the house that he grew up in where he had the best of the best the people that brought him up were now looking for his neck he was he was now in the wilderness away from all the financial standing material well-being the luxuries of the time and the same people who raised him were after him he mm. had to adapt when he went to madian he had to adapt he never you can imagine he never worked a day as yeah. he might have been doing in in madian but now he was doing it no complaints he adapted okay <laughs> yusuf alayhi salam right. adapting from the home mm-hmm. of his father to the well to the slave market to the home which was full of shirk and poor morality then to prison where well you know jailed innocently with his name being spoiled outside of the prison he you never ever see him complaining in fact he's positive he's giving da'wah in the prison he became um, a means for egypt as a result of that da'wah this is adaptability mm-hmm. same thing with the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam most beloved person to his people 
then the most hated to his people, then he's made stateless, he's made homeless, he's made landless, he's made home, uh, houseless, propertyless, he's, he's in the middle. Uh, also, يتركب, looking over his shoulder and Suraqat ibn Malik gets close to him and uh, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says to him, a man in this position without anything, he says, you know, what do you think if Allah... Uh, I, 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 if Allah made you wear the bangles, uh, the gold bangles of Kisra, and yani, Subhanallah, the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam is promising him some of the most valuable property of Persia at a time when he only has Abu Bakr with him, and he has a ransom on his neck, and he has nothing with him. This is this is where Iman uh, comes in. And earlier we were speaking about uh, you know science and. Um, secularism and so on and so forth And again it boils down to the epistemology Right, our, what we consider mm. our sources Of knowledge And yeah. as Muslims we know That um, uh, our mind, our brain Our intellect is a means of knowing Right from wrong But we agree that it cannot know everything That is right and everything that is wrong And sometimes it will make mistakes And the yardstick is to benchmark our knowledge mm. Against the Quran and the Sunnah uh, and if it goes against it, we submit. And this is Islam and Istislam and submission to the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, just to touch on what our Sheikh said, I hope I've uh, added clarity to your question, yeah, Dr. Salman, about uh, fear and weak iman. Mm. Um, I mean, in summary, it, it, it doesn't, it could be that a person shows the human nature in ways more than others, mm. right? Allah's created us differently, but at the end of the day, you are judged based on what you do with it. If that fear mm. decapacitates you, this is where we say, uh, we have to work on our iman. Um, but in terms of, uh, you know, the question of the quote-unquote metaphysical means that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us, um, I mean, look at the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as part of the first advice he shared when he went to Medina, uh, which uh, Hussein ibn Salam, who later became Abdullah ibn Salam, said in the hadith, is in, is in the authentic narrations of hadith, and I wrote about mm-hmm. this earlier um, this month, when I spoke about the taxonomies of paradise-centric societies and the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said to this, or the first narration that he heard, or the first lesson that he heard, Abdullah ibn Salam says, I heard the messenger say, Ya ayuhan nas, and ifshu salam, wa at'imu at-ta'am, wa aslu al-arham, wa sallu bil-layl wa nasu niyam, tadkhulu al-jannata bi-salam. Subhanallah. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam from the outset here is focusing the people, the inhabitants of the first Muslim capital on on the reality, on the crux of it all, and that is entry into paradise. And these are the means to get there. No doubt, in effecting those means, you will create um, uh, transformative societies, right? There's a, there's, you know, the result of doing this is transformation, but the purpose of doing this is Jannah, subhanAllah. Mm. And look how holistic uh, this narration is uh, in sharing with us uh, what you earlier said, something that could be metaphysical as a means, but later on mm. we understand it as physical through experience. Right? When we yeah. talk about spreading the salam and its means of creating unity and what unity mm. does in terms of the greater uh, project of society. Uh, feeding, right? What does Feed that do? Being selfless. Mm. Being selfless, what does that do? Uh, maintaining family narration, uh, relations. And then let's not forget, this was a base rule. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said in an acceptable narration, man ahabba yubsata lahu fi rizqihi wa yunsa'a lahu fi ajali fal yasul rahimah. That whoever wishes for their sustenance to get barakah, for their sustenance to increase, and their life to increase, meaning blessings in their life, 
they should maintain family uh, relations. And this is perhaps also part of the advice we should be giving people at the corona stage, at this discussion of the vaccine, at this discussion on how to deal with corona, look after the rights yeah. of Allah, look after the rights of the ibad, look at maintaining family narration, relations, fixing things, forgiving people. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed in Surah Nur, which the scholars of Tafsir say was about Abu Bakr. When Allah, yeah. when Abu Bakr ref- refused to forgive Mustah, and Allah says, فَلْيَعْفُوا وَلْيَصْفَحُوا Forgive him and pardon him irrespective of who you think is right or wrong because the reality is do you not want Allah to forgive you Mm. even when you're wrong? We all do that. So this is also part of the messaging that can bring about a sense of healing that um, perhaps in the future people will realize this animosity we carry in our hearts, this ego that we grow every day is a means of weakening the immune system. Allah ta'ala a'lam. And by, by, by coming upon the Quran and Sunnah and using the Quran and Sunnah as the yardstick uh, upon which we judge ourselves without being judge and jury away from the Quran and Sunnah, and making excuses for ourselves, mm. rather we hold ourselves accountable based on the framework of the Quran and Sunnah, we will naturally, inshallah, become healthier human beings. Society will become healthier when there's barakah, uh, you know, the the, the da um, and the waba, these uh, pandemics, these diseases, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala raises them. You spoke about sadaqah being withheld and Allah withholds the rain. Mm. Uh, so it's, it's also important that at this stage, as we talk about the physical means towards uh, maintaining our lives and this is important as Allah yeah. subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran to maintain our life protect ourselves not uh, throw ourselves into harm that we also bring uh, this advice and this is what we spoke yeah. about earlier the holistic holistic messaging mm. uh, right we have to our advice cannot be the same as the advice of the non-Muslims in this sphere yeah. Otherwise, what's the difference? Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Our advice has to bring the value which the Quran and Sunnah brought to us, and we are yeah. conveyors mm. of. So I've, I've, so I've just yeah. been taking some notes. We've got five things and five examples of means that we have to <laughs> focus on in order to de secularize and kind of invigorate our discourse to make it more holistic. Number one, uh, a cognitive shift to 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 bring Allah and uh, the fact that Allah is a creator, Allah is a musabib of everything, the, the one who leads causes to effects, um, uh, look at the world and everything through that lens. Number two, the tawakkul of Allah, reliance upon Allah, um, putting your trust in Allah. Number three, silatul rahim. Uh, if you're if you're if you haven't been speaking to your brother for years, then rejoin that 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 tie of kinship, your parents, your your broader family, cousins, and so forth. You know, make sure that you have a good relationship and fix mend the relationships with those people. Uh, spread salam uh, amongst the Muslims from a social distancing. You know, maybe mm-hmm. <laughs> online. Uh, you know, virtual uh, rekindle that uh, that that sentiment and sadaqa. Yeah, feeding others, feeding those in need, um, giving, giving something. So that's a good. I mean, kind if you're using the hadith of, sorry to cut you, and yeah, uh, yeah Doctor Salman, if you're using the hadith of Abdullah ibn Salam, then let's not forget, yani, yeah. uh, uh, the, 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 the prayer, the standing yeah. the night prayer. Uh, the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam never created that dichotomy, right? He, yeah. he brought in the spiritual side. You got to look after your spiritual side. And in fact, mm. if you look at Surah Al-Mudathir, one of the earliest surahs revealed, when the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam had a handful of ayat with him, Allah commanded him, "Qumil Laila illa qalila," and he stand the night except a little or a little bit 
wanted more, which means the Prophet wasallam at that moment with just a few ayat was told to stand for hours, which means he was repeating yeah. these ayat over and over again, over and over again to manage the standing of the night during the earliest moments of Islam. And then you should definitely throw into the bundle because you can't talk about salah without talking about the Quran. Mm. And that is connect to the Quran. And when I say connect, I don't mean just read, uh, but also understand, take an ayah, let the year of COVID, you know, bring this to us, this this connectivity to the Quran, mm. uh, to for us to, cl- to, to reclaim our relationship with the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, because this is definitely... Uh, to be honest, yani from the strongest, if not the strongest way to help yourself through fear, to help yourself through mm-hmm. loss of hope, mm-hmm. to help yourself through all those uh, negative, non-tangible realities that might negatively affect uh, your your white blood cells, your immune system, your ability uh, mm-hmm. to, to be better. And also we must never forget that we are the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Collectively, we carry his legacy. We were sent to give and not to take. It is a duty upon us to improve ourselves. It's a duty upon us to have good hope in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, have good thoughts mm-hmm. about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Um, because the ummah needs us. It's not about resigning to fate. It's about looking after al-qadr, al-shari, al-dini, looking after the means which Allah has put with us and submitting to al-qadr, al-kawni al-qadri, submitting mm. to the universal decree, if at the end of the day, Allah decrees for us death or decrees for us, uh, uh, you know, a, a, a circumstance that we didn't want. But the point is, brothers and sisters in Islam, part of being, you know, part of this ummah is about uh, living in a way that teaches people how to die and dying in a way that teaches people how to live. This is this is the common denominator when we look at our Anbiya alayhimu salatu wassalam and the Sahaba radiallahu anhu ajma'een. They taught people how to live in their dying and how to die in their living. When we read the story of the passing away of, of, of Umar, we just touched on it just now. In his dying, he's teaching us how to live uh, radiallahu anhu. Uh, and also, you know, part of connecting to the Quran is connecting to the seerah. And those who are going through long-term illnesses with COVID and everyday shaitan is pushing them towards loss of hope. Don't forget that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had around five months of fever. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, inna lil la sakarat, that death has the agonies and the pangs. And not to forget that whatever we go through, it's expiation of sins and Allah raising our ranks. At the end of the day, we were created for the akhirah. La aisha illa aisha al-akhirah. It's also about reviving this, um, you know, this knowledge that at the end of the day, we want, we, we want to give you hope, but not false hope. Death is a reality. And that is why from the, you know, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, No one should wish for death because of a harm that, that befell him or her. If you have to, if you get to a stage where, you know, death is, um, is, is the only uh, inevitable reality then the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said falyaqul allahumma ahyini ma kanat alhayatu khayran li wa tawaffani itha kanat alwafatu khayran li that oh allah give me life as long as life is good for me and death as long as death is good for me this is in sahih al-bukhari and sahih muslim it's authentic narration mm-hmm. again teaching us al-mubin the holistic way of dealing with topics the prophetic methodology in dealing with topics don't wish for death but listen death could be uh, the only inevitable reality so if it is the case this is the solution and we see this being transferred to the Sahaba and to the Tabi'een. I mean, uh, Ibn Abi Hatim, uh, Rahimahullah, he mentions uh, a narration that goes back uh, to, uh, to Abu Usama, in which he mentions that uh, Sufyan, uh, if I recall, 
سفيان الثوري رحمه الله يسيس كثيرا ما كنت أسمع سفيان يقول اللهم سلم سلم اللهم بارك لي في الموت وفيما بعد الموت This is a dua of a person who's healthy He's saying it regularly meaning he's living life being true to the legacy of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam teaching, helping, benefiting not losing hope but without having lost perspective He's saying oh Allah bless me in uh, bless me through my death and after my death that this is the reality look i'm as sick as you are with these interruptions so hit the subscribe button donate if you can and let's get this over and done with uh i'm conscious of the time uh i'd like to just carry on uh taking more and more of your time but i did promise we'd uh cap it at uh, an hour so uh i mean i i, I think this is inshallah going to be very beneficial for people especially coming with this new lockdown and um you know i was hearing that there's a lot of um uh suicides and and, and depression well, is, is on the rise rise subhanallah and on top of that the the masjid some of them are going to be closing down because of the localized uh, issues and we really need to you know fight back and 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 become more active virtually you know try and um try and uh, plug that gap that the the loss of some of the massage the closure of some of the masajid are making people's hearts so i really look forward to people you know uh reflecting on this highlighting that yeah, yeah dr salman definitely yeah, we spoke about takayyuf and adaptability mm-hmm. and i think we should push this message out the masjid yeah. is not just a place of worship it's the hub for community development if you can't If something cannot be done in its entirety, it shouldn't be left out in its entirety. Yeah. Definitely the masajid should mm. step in and be a means for the communities to continue being a yeah. hub for the transformation of their communities. And um, I challenge my brothers and sisters in Islam yeah. from the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, let these lockdowns be uh, your self-realization. Beat yourself, right? In this lockdown, become a better husband. become a better father become a better wife become a better mother become a better child become a better parent become a better neighbor prove to yourself that you can be better than your current state and if you have allah in your heart and the sunnah in front of you there's nothing that you can't achieve with high aspirations and will and self discipline bismillah ta'ala jazakallah khair sheikh mashallah sheikh haytham what do you think sheikh sajid came out of his shell ماشاء Uh, mm-hmm. is about very technical issue shall we take the vaccine you know we should not take it it has some haram ingredients uh, etc alhamdulillah this debate normally they say that the scholars debate over everything and they have difference of opinions etc mm-hmm. and now we see the medical doctors are debating this so let the medical doctors debate this we as imams yeah should not engage ourselves always in micro things yeah we are obsessed with mm-hmm. micro uh, someone gave me a very nice expression micronism is it there is something called micronism yani or microsim or something like this that the 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 maybe the mic- maybe you said microism <laughs> microism <laughs> because of all the isms played today yeah, islamism etc there is is <laughs> yeah 
So maybe we can say microism, yeah? That we just think about micro things, yeah? And we don't think about macro things. So we don't want the imam to play into this narrative whereby all what they discuss, well, this ingredient is halal and therefore, no, yeah, you have to take the, 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 the vaccine. Let them think about macro things. Let them think about the community, what the community is in need of. Mm-hmm. They need the messages that Sheikh Sajid have mm-hmm. mentioned. In fact, I would like to say that the humanity now is in need of us, not mm-hmm. just the Muslim community, because the humanity, they need guidance, yeah? And they need, we should act as role models, brothers and sisters. As we always mm-hmm. say, actions speak louder. So where is this in our life? Even to the very small levels, we should look after our neighbors. The Prophet mm-hmm. said, he is not one of us who is staying over full of, of stem, uh, his stomach is full and his neighbor is starving, yeah? You know, wallahi, brothers, I'm not, although I have many shortcomings myself in terms of this, uh, but, uh, you know, the the street is behind me. There is uh, a person, a non-Muslim person, uh, uh, indigenous, uh, indigenous uh, British, yeah, he cleans the street. Okay, mm-hmm. not frequently. Sometimes, you know, the, the people can work uh, part time. I, yani, see him. Yani, the cold weather is there, and he's cleaning the street, and you feel that he is kind of feeling glow, etc. Wallahi, when I give him salam, yeah, I say to him, "Good morning, good evening. How are you? Would you like to have a cup of tea?" And the other day, I insisted that he has. Uh, to have a cup of tea, he said, you know, I have my tea. With... You don't imagine how much, uh, what is it, happiness. Mm. These few statements, yeah, these is two, few statements give him. Why don't we do this? We are the leaders of humanity, my dear respected brothers and sisters. We are the givers. The Prophet mm-hmm. said, Allah, we give the one who gives he gives physically he gives spiritually he gives morally he forgives subhanallah give is also linked to forgive yeah because we feel that we are like the fathers the fathers do not just act with their children neck to neck as they say or head to head no so when we internalize who we are as the leaders of a humanity. And this comes from what? Allah Jalla says, Kuntum nas. You were the best of nations ever raised to humanity. Yeah? And Allah Jalla says about the Ummah Muhammad We will testify in front of the entire humanity on the day of resurrection, which means that we have a unique position here in this life. We are the barriers of the, mm. the light that Allah Jalla sent to humanity. This light, which is Al-Quran, the Sunnah, the guidance of Allah Jalla the divine guidance, the guidance of our beloved Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, who will carry it to 
the humanity that is suffering from darkness, it is we. And the best way to carry that is we need to internalize this and as, act as role models. And the first, one of the key qualities of role models, as they say, is to what? To act beyond what he preaches. Yeah? And one of those key things is to be a positive person. Positive in our outlook, positive when we give, positive in our belief, positive in our smile. Yeah? Uh, What's his name? He said, I have never seen a person who is more smiley than the Prophet. Kaab said, even when he was angry at me, yeah? He smiled, and I can see this is the smile of an angry person. Do we do this? Yeah, we should do this, internalize this. And at the end of the day, as Sheikh Saad said, we are going to die. And by the way, brothers and sisters, the good news is, is that death is not the end. Yeah, once you are there, oh, my fellow human being, once you are here, you will never die. So, subhanAllah, death is just what? A journey from one abode. Think of yourself. You were in this country, in the UK, and you travel to another country. Yeah? So, you are dying in this country, which means that you are ending your life here, and you are moving to another country. So, death is nothing but a travel. Yeah? Mm-hmm. You are passing by, okay, in order to move to the real second life so you are not going to die as you understand it my dear respected brothers and sisters yeah you are going to live forever forever yeah I'm going to live forever everyone is going to live forever oh subhanallah what do you mean yes but I'm going to live for a particular period of time in this life and then I'm going to live what there forever. Now, brothers and sisters, mm. that's why Allah Jalla considered Iman bil Akhirah is one of the triggers that will transform your life from negative life into a positive life. Yeah? Look, Alif Lam Mim Dalik al Kitabul Arabi Fiu Danil Mutakina Ladina Munu Bil Salata Umim Marazakna Mim Fikun, Wal Ladina Yuminuna Bimaun Zila Ilaika Mount Zilam Kablika Wabil. Akhirati, um, they have yaqeen in the What did Allah Jalla Ala say after that? Ula'ika ala hudan min rabbihim. They are the guided people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they master the guidance. And what? Wa ula'ika, they are the successful people. So mm-hmm. believing in death actually should transform our life from negativity to positivity. We Believing in death makes us successful people. My dear respected brothers and sisters, this is the good news. Yeah, You are not going to die. All what you need to do is do good deeds in this short period of time in order to be happy here. And more importantly, more happy when you travel to the other life. As simple as this. Allah summarized this in one verse. Each soul will test death. You will get the results of what you were doing in this life when when you meet Allah. What are the results? Simple. If you are kept away from hellfire, 
and admitted into paradise, then you have been successful. This is the ultimate success. And just remember, this life is Mm. nothing but a deception. This is the whole discussion Mm. about this pandemic (laughs) and any other challenge we face in our life. My 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 six year old son he asked me yesterday, is death like sleeping? And I said, No, it's like waking up. I could see his I could see his little mind getting blown and like little flashes in his eyes. Allah, I was really proud of that teachable moment. It's it's not the end; it's the beginning. Yeah, subhanallah. It's it's the beginning of the everlasting, the perpetual. In in, in Arabic is beautiful. I was just mentioning. That's what they say when a person passes away. He is transferred to the mercy of Allah. Allah We ask Allah to shower us with his mercy. If you want his rahmah, this is conditional, Sheikh Sajid, isn't it? If you want his rahmah, you are moving to his rahmah. If you don't want his rahmah, which means that you don't believe in him, you don't care about him, you are showing arrogance in submitting to him, then why he is going to put you under his rahmah? So this, in order to move to his rahmah, one condition. Just say, Ya Allah, I want your rahmah. I believe in you, okay? And I want your mercy. That's it. Simple, simple, simple. Going to Jannah is far easier than going to hellfire, my dear respected <laughs> brothers and sisters. Just laugh, yeah. smile, okay? Uh-huh. Take it easy, yeah? Going to Jannah is much easier than going to hellfire. You will yani, get into troubles and you mm. will go through depression, you will go through anxiety, you will go all, through all these problems, okay? Because you chose the, 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 the path of hellfire. But you will just enjoy your life. You will smile as I am smiling and as Sheikh Sajid is smiling, as Sheikh uh, uh, Salman is smiling, and you will enjoy your life. Yeah, And then at the end of the day, you will meet the most pleasing one who is our creator, Allah. On that bombshell, I'd like to say Jazakumullah khairan to you both Mashaykh. Uh, thank you very much for joining us and I uh, hope you speak with us soon again, inshallah. Inshallah. I really enjoyed your discussion. Yani, uh, it is a must that I should interfere. Otherwise, yeah. I will just yani, uh, <laughs> listen to you yeah. and benefit from you. Akramakumullah. Allah yubarik fiqh, Sheikh. Istifadna kathalik minkum. I benefited from you and Dr. Salman. Jazakumullah khairan. Allah yubqina fi ta'ati. Ameen. Ya Rabb, Ya Rabb, Ya Rabb, Ya Rabb. We should make dua for everyone, not for ourselves. Allah preserve us in his obedience. Ameen, Ya Rabb, Ya Rabb. Okay, barakallahikum, Sheikh. And Zakumna Khairan too for watching at home. If you like this podcast, remember do give it a like and a share. Uh, hit the thumbs up as well if you want to get this uh, in front of more eyeballs. Uh, and also, don't forget, please try uh, and donate. Be one of those 250 people, inshallah, who donate five pounds a month to help keep Unscripted and Islam 20 going. Uh, it's only 16p a day. Uh, I believe in you can do it. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Uh, uh,